Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to my podcast about that. I just want to start off by saying thank you. For the past six weeks, I've usually been putting my content out between Tuesdays and Wednesdays, but this one I had a really hard time with. And when I explained it to you guys, you guys were so understanding and so supportive. I truly appreciate it because like I said, I was shocked by my own reaction by this because this relationship was from a long time ago. But I guess that's the thing about trauma. When we start opening up and talking about it, it can bring back some unresolved or different emotions. But with the story I'm going to tell you, it's not about a woman that's been scorned. It's about a woman who survived a narcissistic relationship. So that's what we're discussing today. Narcissist and gaslighting. What is the definition of a narcissist? A quick Google search will tell you that a narcissist is somebody who has an excessive interest or admiration for themselves. But if you've ever been with a narcissist, you know it's so much more than that. A narcissist doesn't always have to be a partner. It can be a parent, a boss, a friend, or a family member. So when we hear the word narcissist, we know that these people don't have great values or they don't have great qualities. So why is it that so many of us let these people into our lives? It usually starts off that this person appears to have your interest at all times. They make you feel so loved and important and supported and so good about yourself. But then something starts to change, and it's maybe within the first few months to the first few years. And then all of that sun, that support that you felt, that love that you felt, starts turning into them making you feel guilty about things that you first loved or enjoyed, even if those things were together. That's because the grooming stage is over, and now the focus is solely on them. What is narcissistic abuse? I've been doing a lot of research and I feel that an article by Everyday Power that came out in 2020 really shows in depth the seven signs of a narcissistic abuse from your partner. The first thing it discusses is how a narcissist tries to shrink your world. Narcissists are just jealous and possessive and controlling. They have a need to control your life. Little things like having conversations with friends, family, going out, they will make you feel awful for. They will accuse you of ignoring them or in some extreme cases, your children. They will say you are putting others ahead of them and that your priorities are all wrong. A narcissist never accepts blame. It's always someone else's fault. The rule is simple. If you do something they dislike, you are to blame. If they do something you dislike, you are to blame for making them do it. Narcissists always have an excuse for bad behavior, whereas your bad behavior is inexcusable. Narcissists project all of their unfavorable qualities onto others. They are not controlling, but you are controlling. They are never selfish or demanding, but you are. They will accuse you of lying or being secretive when in fact 
they keep you in the dark about many things. Narcissists use double standards. They make the rules to suit their own needs. You cannot win an argument with a narcissist. A narcissist will reject you just so they can pull you back in and just to reject you again. A narcissist will make you feel like you are going crazy. They want to keep you off balance. They want you to doubt yourself, not them. They want you to doubt your perceptions and feelings. This is one reason why so many people stay in these relationships. They begin to feel that they're seriously flawed and that nobody else would want them. Keep in mind that a narcissist rarely ends up with another narcissist. Instead, they find people who are willing to look inward at their own flaws rather than blaming others, who try to be extra fair and cooperative, who are willing to give more than they get. It is such people that they can manipulate and more readily. If you reject a narcissist, they will seek revenge. It's called narcissistic injury. And when they feel hurt or challenged, this is not tolerable. They will bombard you. They will be angry texting you. They will speak ill Ill about you to other people just to make them feel better. There is always a consequence when you cross a narcissist. I always told you guys I would be open and honest. So I'm going to explain and talk about my personal experience with my narcissist ex. When we first started dating, everything was fun and exciting. Within the first few months of our relationship, he told me he loved me. And I remember feeling so over the moon, like almost like I didn't deserve this because I thought he was the most amazing man I had ever met. As our relationship progressed, my friends started seeing some signs. When they brought it to my attention, I was mad because I finally felt like I was in this perfect relationship and me and my partner were so in sync. And I was truly offended that they didn't see it the the same way that I was seeing it. And I would always say, you don't know him the way I do. I even mentioned this to him and he said they were just jealous of what we had. And if they weren't going to support us, why bother talking to them? And he was pretty insistent on that. So I started talking to them less and less. My whole world just kind of started revolving around him, and he wouldn't have had it any other way. But things started to change around the one-year mark. Things that I would want to do, he wouldn't want to do anymore. But anything and everything that he wanted to do, I had to. If I didn't make a big deal about him doing something, even if it was something small that needed to be done, he would get mad and basically tell me I was ungrateful. When I wanted to further my career, it wasn't allowed because he had to further his first. And then the gaslighting came in. We would have conversations and talk about things. And if I brought them up again later, he would tell me he never said that. Or I was crazy. Or just completely dismiss it. This happened so often to the point that I truly thought I was going crazy or I was making things up in my own head. Slowly but surely, 
everything started weighing on me and I really didn't feel like I could talk to most people about it. I would put this wall up and when people would ask me how I was or how I was feeling, I would just say, I'm fine. Those two words were my only defense mechanism. It was a way to put up this huge boundary around myself. If I just kept on saying I was fine, maybe some way I would feel it as well. But after a while of this, I was becoming really broken down. I felt unworthy, unloved, not good enough, and not valued. No matter what I did, it was never good enough. I started feeling like a shell of my former self. When I would see family and friends, I remember being in this room full of people that I know love me, but why can't they see I'm suffering or that I'm not okay? I know it's because I got so good of making sure nobody knew how I was truly feeling, but I remember so vividly screaming in my own head, somebody please just save me or get me out of this. But really, the only person who could get you out of this situation is you. I would become defensive if people brought up my relationship because I felt like I wasn't doing a good job of keeping up the facade that everything was okay. But like everything in life, there's always a boiling point. And when we hit ours, it blew. There was lies. There was cheating. And I was made to feel that that was my fault, that he had to do these things. And as sad as it is to admit now, I believed him and that these things were somehow my fault. After our relationship ended, it took me a long time to pick up the pieces, to really understand what I went through or even talk about it with other people. I felt a lot of shame and almost in disbelief that I thought that this is what love should be or was supposed to be. Because let's be honest, anybody who loves you only wants the best for you and your relationship together. A narcissist only wants the best for them. You'd be surprised how many people post on social media pictures and saying how happy they are and they're the happy couple. But again, it's all a facade because a narcissist wants everybody to think you have a perfect life together. So even when it's not. So how do we recover from this? I've always been honest with you guys, so I found a lot of comfort in counseling. I think it really is important to speak to somebody after being through a trauma like that, especially if it's somebody who can possibly be in your life forever. If you were married to a narcissist and you have kids together, then it's truly important to try counseling so you can figure out how to co-parent with somebody who's like this, especially seeing and feeling and knowing the abuse you went through one-on-one with this person. Again, this could be a family member, so speaking to somebody can help you create tools and how to set boundaries with this person. I reconnected with friends and family, and I was open and honest with them. It's strange looking back on some things now, 
because there's a lot of time that I really can't account for. And it's strange that my friends and family have to kind of help me with the gaps. Because like I said, I was there, but I wasn't really there. Selena Gomez has a really good song that I think truly explains a lot about narcissism. It's called Lose You to Love Me. If you haven't listened to it, I strongly advise you do and really listen to the words that she's saying. I don't know if I ever said it out loud, but something I was worried about was how I was going to be in another relationship. Was I going to be hardened by what I already had gone through? And will I really ever truly open up and allow somebody else into this space that I had to build back up on my own and for myself? And I will tell you this much. It almost made me an even better partner going through what I did because I always want to make sure that I would never make anybody feel the way I had felt. Again, healing from a narcissist and that type of relationship takes time. Like I tell you guys all the time, it's about showing yourself grace during your healing process. Reconnecting with things that you love and or what you used to love, reconnecting with family and friends that maybe you didn't see during your relationship. And again, if this is somebody who has to remain in your life, it's so important to learn boundaries. Whether it's you only having a conversation with this person for five to 10 minutes or have topics that are just absolutely off limits to speak about. But always remember your worth because you are amazing You are stronger than the situation you were in. You already went through 100% of the hard time. And now it's time to take back your worth, your love, your life, your energy, and love yourself again. Thank you guys for tuning in. And that's all I have to say about that.